Or maybe you are a new business owner looking to implement new marketing strategies for your business. Or just looking for personal development tips to advance in your career. I am Vanessa Parra, your host, hospitality and travel marketer, and now your marketing bestie. I will be spilling the tea on everything I know on how to land that marketing job. I will share behind the scenes of being a Latina in marketing and shedding light on barriers and struggles people of color face, especially when you're the only one in a corporate setting. I will also touch on manifestation tips that have helped me attract my dream career slash life. But most importantly, I will be spotlighting other influential Latinos and people of color marketers from our community. So grab your cafecito or drink of choice and let's listen in. Welcome to Influence with Cultura podcast. Welcome to another episode of Influence with Cultura. I am your host, Vanessa Parra. So as I've mentioned in the past, on Thursdays, I'm going to be talking more about the mindset and just getting real on different things that Latinas in marketing face, as well as uh, manifestation, law of attraction, different stuff like that. And today I just felt like talking about being a Latina in marketing and how that experience, I believe, is very different than what other people in marketing face. I don't want to come off like, oh, we're different and no one else has experienced struggles or challenges within the workforce, which I'm sure everyone has. But I just wanted to share my opinion and my experiences of things that I've seen, not just in the marketing industry, but just, I guess, in the workforce in general, especially when you're a Latino. And I just wanted to shed light on it. One of the reasons why I created this podcast was because we lacked representation. And I really wanted to have a podcast where, yes, I would provide tips and interview other marketers in, or other Latinos in marketing where they can share their struggles. But at the same time, I want to be transparent and let other marketers hear our struggles, our challenges, and the upcoming new marketers as well um, have an idea of the stuff that we faced and hopefully they learn how to navigate the situation better than us and avoid facing any of these uncomfortable situations. So that's why I decided to create this podcast episode today. I don't really have anything scripted. It's just something that I've been wanting to talk about for the longest time because I feel like I haven't been able to talk about this with other Latinos in marketing. I've talked about stuff like that I'm going to talk about uh, regarding discrimination and then just feeling like you can't really be your true authentic self at work. And I'm sure that's everyone. You can't fully be your authentic self 100% because obviously you need to be professional and there are expectations that are set in the workforce. Still, I feel like as a Latina, sometimes 
it's worse. Like you feel, and I don't want to stereotype or generalize, but I just feel like we can't really fully be ourselves. So for example, (laughs) I like to think of myself as two different characters. And I might be referencing characters because if you've been listening to me, as you know, when I was younger, I was really into drama. I someday wanted to be an actress. Um, that didn't happen because obviously my mom always told me like, no, you need to go to school, get a degree. And after that, if you want to pursue acting, that's on you. And I never did. In high school, middle school, I did. Um, I was part of a lot of plays and stuff like that. So if I reference it, it it's that's the reason why. But anyways, going back to this topic, I always feel like I'm two different people. So for example, with my friends, my sorority sisters, my family, I'm Vane. Or my what my aunt would say, La Vane. And only a few people know that person, Vane. Or they call me Parra because Parra is my last name. And in the sorority and in school all my life, there's been like a million Vanessas, I guess. Growing up, that was a popular name. So to distinguish us, we would just get called by our last name. So a lot of my sorority sisters would just call me Parra. But family and close friends call me Vane. And at work or at school or in the community, I'm Vanessa. And you might say, okay, what's the difference? Well, Vanessa is a very assertive, disciplined, driven individual who at times can come off as being not, I don't even know how to explain it, doesn't put up with bullshit, (laughs) plain and simple. And the reason why is because I feel like all my life, I'm constantly having to feel like I'm trying to prove myself to everyone, to my professors, to my employers, to my coworkers. And it's because I'm the only Latina in a lot of these leadership positions, sometimes the only woman or sometimes even the the only woman of color. Um, And I've always been like the youngest from the beginning of my career to be on like the leadership team. And I've always worked with older people, twice my age, Caucasian at times. And so I don't know, I just I was always treated differently in the sense where I felt like I constantly had to fight to prove that I deserved the right to be there. And that's something that I've mentioned in past episodes that I think and I love my mom for teaching me this, where my mom came from Mexico. She did some high school but didn't graduate. graduate. She speaks English, might not be the best, but she does English. And though she doesn't have a degree, she always carries herself like she did, like as if she did. She's always come off confident. And she's told me, like, I don't have a degree. Yes, I know my housekeeper. 
but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that people can walk all over me. That doesn't mean that I don't deserve to be in certain spaces. So Vanessa, you definitely need to show the world, show everyone that you deserve to be in front of those spaces. And I've always been there for you, to push you, to fight through any adversity and just get through it. So that's always stuck in my mind. My mom has sacrificed so much for me to be the woman that I am today that I feel like if I don't show up in a certain way, I'm disappointing her. And that's why, like, even though I've mentioned before, I'm very introverted. I'm not shy. I'm introverted. One of the reasons why I'm not shy and I do the things that I do is because I feel like I feel or I hear her voice in my ear pushing me all the time, telling me it doesn't matter if you're scared. It doesn't matter if you feel like you look dumb. You push through the fear. You go for it. You get what you want. You deserve it. And that's what I've done all my life in school, in my career, even when I failed, when I've struggled, I always push through and I always, not always succeed, but for the most part, yes, I, because I work so hard and I don't give up and I'm driven, I do achieve a lot of things that most people don't. And it's not because I'm better or because I was luckier, but it's because I didn't give up and I didn't stop. Even when the odds were against me, even when I felt humiliated by others or I felt like I wasn't smart enough or confident enough. I kept going no matter what. And I've realized in all the positions that I've been in, it's always like that. Like I start off at the bottom, I guess you would say, and I've always pushed through. I've always worked harder. I've always taken on leadership roles to prove to everyone and not just to everyone, but to myself that I can do it. And because I mentioned before, my background involves sales. When I have marketing positions, I always have the mentality of a sales background. I always have a mentality of how my marketing campaigns can bring sales. And I don't get stuck on the creative part. I love being creative, but for me, that's not the number one priority. My number one priority is to make money. And Newsflash, when you make money for an employer, believe me, they're going to respect you. They're going to love you. They're going to praise you. And that's why, for the most part, everywhere I go, I do well in my positions because once I prove myself, once I show them I can bring money to the table, I get treated differently. But even then, I don't feel that I can be my truly authentic self. So at work and in my careers, I'm Vanessa. But when I'm with my family, my sorority sisters, my friends, I'm Vane or Farra. And that's where I feel like I can have fun. I can let loose. I can be me. I love reggaeton. I love hip hop. I love banda. I love all my... I am very proud of being Latina, being a first-generation Mexican-American. And even then, sometimes, which that could be another episode alone, where I've heard G say, where I'm sure a lot of people really feel the same way, where you don't really fit in anywhere. Well, I feel like that at times, but regardless, 
I know I'm very different than the person I portray at work. And so I'm just curious, like if you're in marketing or even if you're not in marketing, like have you ever felt that way where you feel like you can't really be your authentic self because you're scared of being judged or maybe you've been judged. Like I personally have been judged. Like I remember this one time, I hate to say this, but <laughs> I had an employer who were, sounds horrible, but kind of like, I don't know how to explain Say it. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to come off rude, but I'm gonna just be blunt. Kind of rednecks. I hate to say this. I, I don't like to judge people, but they were. And so I was the only Latina on the leadership team, and I was a woman. And on top of that, so it took me a long time to win their trust. And I remember they invited me to have lunch at a Mexican restaurant and it wasn't even like a nice Mexican restaurant. It was like one of those like paquerias, like like hole in the walls where they even had like a telonella in the background. So it wasn't even like fancy high end restaurant. And I remember sitting at the table talking to my boss and I said and I don't know about you when I get excited my voice like the pitch of my voice is a little squeaky and high. And I've been told that like wow you're kinda loud. I don't mean to. I don't even realize that I did it. But just when I get excited about stuff, like it just happens. You know, I don't do it intentionally. And I remember my boss looking at me and saying, Can you please stop that? You're being so loud. You're being so disrespectful. Like, don't you have manners? We're at a restaurant. Please um, watch your tone. Watch how you, um, I forgot the exact words, but pretty much he called me out on it. And I was just like in disbelief and shocked that he would even say that to me. And secondly, like it wasn't even like a fancy <laughs> restaurant, you know? And third, I didn't even feel like I was being that loud. But I, like I mentioned, my the pitch of my voice was getting a little squeaky and high at times. But yeah, I, that was one incident where I was just like, whoa, I can't believe my boss told me that. Like, wow. And then there's been other times where, like, I've been told that I'm aggressive or I'm, like, an angry Latina. And it's not that. It's just that I'm not going to let people walk over me, all over me, when I know that they're being unfair. And that's something, again, my mama taught me to always defend myself, to be polite, obviously, but to not let anyone walk all over me and to stand up for myself. And that's where it's gotten me in trouble because I come off, I guess, as aggressive or whatever, because I don't put up with people talking down to me, making me feel bad when there's no need to. You know what I mean? There's one thing when you're giving um, useful feedback for that person to improve. I can handle that. It might bother me, it might hurt, but that's fine. But when you're just saying things just to be mean, that I will not put up with. I don't care if you're my boss or whoever you are. And I've experienced that as well. And I always stand up for myself or I always stand up for injustices where I see other people in leadership taking advantage of other people that are not in leadership. And I feel like everyone should be treated with respect. It doesn't matter your title. It doesn't matter if you're the janitor or the president of the company. Everyone should be acknowledged when you see them. Everyone should be treated with respect. and. Unfortunately, even in this day and age, 
there's a lot of employers out there that are not like that. And that really sucks, honestly. And that's why I wanted to bring this up and shed that light where it's like, yes, we've come so far from our parents. Some of you might even have degrees like bachelor's. Some of you might have master's or PhDs. And I'm pretty sure at some point in your career, you've faced these kind of like discrimination or biases or whatever. And I just want you to know that it's not okay. It's not okay. And you should always stand up for yourself, obviously in a polite way and working in HR, document it. <laughs> and obviously watch what you say, but you should always stand up for yourself. You should not let anyone walk all over you. There's no need. And if you're scared that you're going to get fired because of that, no, they can't fire you. And again, just be careful what you say. And this is why I started this podcast, because I want us to have more conversations about this. I want us to give each other advice and tips on how to navigate situations like these. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your stories. I want to be able to share your stories and hope that we can avoid this and we can be a support system, a network for one another, and to really show each other that we don't need to put up with this type of behavior, that we're worth so much more than what a lot of people think we are because we had to navigate two different cultures, being American and being um, Latino, you know, and we speak two languages, we embrace the different cultures, and we just, we do a lot. So I'm not trying to instigate any like negative conversations or bad things. It's just that I feel like no one really talks about this and I'm just tired of seeing this and I wanted to see if there's any other people out there feeling the same way that have experienced things that are just not there just because you're Latino, you're tre treated differently. And I'm curious to know like what you did to navigate those situations. And like I mentioned, I don't have anything scripted but I just wanted to share like these type of situations and for you to know that I'm here for you. I see you. And if you need someone to talk to, I'm here for you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. And on Monday, I'll publish one related to marketing. But I just felt like this was a topic that we needed to start talking about. Well, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another Influence with Cultura podcast episode. Want more? Head to influencewithcultura.com or go to my show notes to subscribe to my newsletter so you can be the first to know about any new programs and episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on IG at the Latina Travel Marketer so more kick-ass Latinas and women of color marketers can know about this podcast. If you are ready to up-level your marketing and social media career, I invite you to book a discovery call to see how I can best support you. Now remember, 
you are an asset to any organization and are ready to start that business. You got this. Talk to you next week.